0: Welcome back after a long hiatus to what have you? I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel, and we're doing it. We hope we have rallied together we into think the car that we've overcome our bad case of the yips. Yeah, we had the yips, you guys. <laughs> we think that's the only diagnosis for what happened. <laughs> when I read the what definition of having the yips. <laughs> The definition of the yips <laughs> being something that happens to sometimes professional athletes, but like when they golfers. Like lose their small motor skills. Golfers and cricket <laughs> but players. But then it said only sometimes it comes back. Yeah. I thought, what if you got a permanent case of the you yips? You might. It's, I, that would yeah. be really bad. So we're just mm-hmm. counting... We're hoping. ...on the fact that we think we can pull out of a bad case of the but yips. it's not just us that had the yips. Our my, I think my phone had Our the yips. Our technology had the yips. Yeah. Everything. And then international travel does not lend help. itself to success. No. And I staggered back from my travels last night and... I'm still awake. So Congratulations. I mean, as of today. Well, coming this direction though, you feel really virtuous because woke up at four thirty, just <laughs> you know, like I just do that. I'm just, that's up, the way I'm I just am. up early and on top of it. Oh, and, that's um, good. it will not last, but today it worked that way. Got back last night and it was a hoot. But Rachel and I have been very out of contact during that time we have well I we didn't, did talk briefly but. briefly but i my phone we did not splurge with the international plan for my phone mm-hmm. so i could only really text if i was on wi-fi and that's a pain you're like running around waving your phone in the air trying to catch a wi-fi from somewhere it anyway so i that's felt very not, out of touch yeah, that's not the anyway. best situation, no so, yeah, but we're back in the flesh together. In black. With so much to catch up on. I know. So what was it? You told me earlier that there was something. I There's a question and a nagging. Not nagging. I mean that. Whoever asks a question, you're not nagging. <laughs> <laughs> it comes up often, though, and I feel like we don't address it. So I have one thing up my sleeve, but did you have something else that you wanted well, to talk about? Well, I had noticed a sort of a refrain that was coming through, um, and I think it was in one of our last troubled episodes that we said we were going to talk about it or something. Um, someone had asked about date night. That's the same thing. Is I it thought the same one? Because we somebody asked about that, and then maybe we just said we were going to talk about it, don't and then think I we noticed, noticed did, but it kept... there were comments of like, "Oh, please talk about that," and then. Right. You honked your foghorn on um, Instagram, the Instagram. I And know. Then I feel like a number of people, as I was It's a good thing to talk comments, about. That's what I thought. People were missing your point. Yes, I felt I know. like we needed to clarify. I thought clarify. the same thing. And I actually wanted to say about, so to catch up the listeners on what I was saying, I've actually had that picture. So that picture came to me a long time ago. And I've had it in my Instagram drafts and I kept not doing it because I kept thinking no one will understand what I'm actually trying to say here. Yeah. It's hard to say. But it is that couple on the beach saying uh, a godly man never stops pursuing his wife. Right? I think that's what it Something he said. like that. Even after he e- has her even heart. Even after he has her heart. And you and I have joked about reverse these things. But here's the problem. And this is what I think people were missing. Is that you're not actually... Your problem is less with the content of that statement. Yeah. And more with the fact that this is not your problem, wives. Right. Because this is that image being. Do you suspect this is the image no. being pinned to men's Pinterest No, no boards? it is not. Like, do you think that there's a man being like, yes, look at that romantic black and white couple on the beach. I should be godly like him. And the thing I should is, go after my wife like that. Is it true that a man should continue? Yes, of course it is. Like, yeah, it is totally. Clearly. And actually, I actually think. I was trying to think about how I could be more clear on this. But the th- the thing that I'm... Really where I think the trouble is. Is that there's a shocking lack of definitions going into this discussion. And one of the ways that that happens is that... We live in a world that is telling women all the time what they deserve. Yes. And saying drop anyone who doesn't do things the way you want them to do it and it's not even an exaggeration i have all these things that people send me and one of them recently that ends with like is this whole thing about enough with you waiting for other people to choose you it's like (laughs) you show them how it's done and choose you first Not even a joke. I mean, like, and and I'm saying, my point is that in that context, with that kind of teaching all the time about demand what you want and get what you deserve and do whatever the heck you want to do because you're the goddess in that in that world to just kind of throw in because a godly man should do that. Right. Then all of a sudden, there's so much cultural baggage around that. That it is you know, kind t- of like, well, now what? Because now, what are we talking about? Are we talking about... I? Because I feel comfortable saying, I have been married now for 16 years. And I think in many ways, that's totally true of my husband. That he has never stopped pursuing me, even after he had my heart. And that yeah. that's a sweet thing that I could say about him. It's We have a very affectionate, loving, kind marriage and friendship like we, we really enjoy each other and he keeps an eye on me in the sense of what he knows what's going on in my life he knows I don't even have a problem saying if you had a husband who quit as soon as he married his wife I would have no problem saying yeah that's a that's a guy who needs to tune up the godliness well, and it kind of depends though on what do you mean by exactly. by pursuing but I her. also think though that some of this has less to do with that in the abstract, is it true that a husband should be that way? Yes, it is. But is it the wives' job to, to patrol that? To patrol it amongst the, the women. wives. And so it's kind of like, honestly, the golden rule there's a big difference between, you know, Christ telling us, do unto others as mm-hmm. you would have them do unto you, or uh Tell make others. sure that everyone else is doing unto you the way you would like to be done by and which is what all of the yes. all of the current application of the golden rule is all about how to get what's yours out of it right now is it true that those other people should be doing unto you exactly yes it is 100%. true 100% there's nothing wrong with that but there is something wrong with being a little selfish twerp about it and wanting all of the golden rule traffic to be going one way and that is towards you. And I do want to say something though else that I think is interesting that has absolutely slipped into Christian women's idea of marriage. Okay. I was totally laughing at one of our friends posted a, oh it's like an old can't even remember. It was like a funny 1800s illustration of some kind of a guy with a test tube you know, like doing yeah. a science experiment, there's this woman staring daggers at him from the hall <laughs> with like a bonnet on, like she's <laughs> in the background, looking something <laughs> ugly in the background and and it was the meme someone had made this about like when your wife says it's fine and something about you you begin experiments to discern when you did not love her as Christ loves the church. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay uh, side point but, but but the thing that I was that what I'm trying to say is that in the church there is a lot said about servant leadership and date your wife and, do all, and all of these things that are absolutely fine things but that it starts smearing into this idea that men yes. live to be servants to their women and to their women's emotional whims and bad <laughs> jobbery right so like it's not just it's not just singing keep an eyeball on your godly wife and, and love her well it's saying whatever she doth you be the man who who does what she wants. You know, like you be Fetch her. And carry. Yes, exactly. And so it's it's actually the inverse of that stereotypical fifties housewife. I was going to say that where exactly. it's where it's saying when the man comes home, I want to like he wants to have the table set, no sign of a mess anywhere, the kids looking clean you and look slippers. Fresh. You should look fresh and have new lipstick on, and that's what he and deserves. Actually, here's the thing. I think that if somebody that that's actually rad if you can <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> and if if the women who were posting these little missives about the husbands jobs if they were um if that was a sort of in the ratio of 1 to 50 and they were posting all of those kind of the most atrocious 50 yes. things you could ever find well because these are the people who would They're absolutely like, horse laugh and be so angry if you said a wife should continue to try to look good for her husband well no think of this if the men were all if the men were saying other, a godly wife continues to stops. take care of her figure even <laughs> when she's having lots of babies Yeah. Can Can you you imagine? imagine? Whoa, dog. And this is how you know that culturally there is a place you're allowed to poke and there's a place you're not allowed to poke. And this is why. It's not... It's actually... I know that that one... I know that that... And I said this in some of the comments that that particular meme, I am not proposing the opposite to say I'm leaning against this. I'm not saying, no, a husband should never care about his wife. Because we actually it you might not know all that much about moscow but but becca and i both have published books with canon press and canon the real meat and potatoes of canon for many years has been family books family series actually this really ties in well with current events family series which lots of we are all about godly christian marriages raising but children sacrificial I will also say family series which are heavy on the men step up and take care of way heavy on it to the point that it's yeah so 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 we're not not, we're not opposed to we don't come from a world that thinks low bar for men at all so in that context just to be clear we are really in favor of of that we are a favor at every wedding you go to we're talking about the man being called to lay down his life for his family I mean this is this is it but I okay but this is the thing so I was gonna say in the church is just not popular to talk about like servant leadership and what the man has to do for the woman is popular and yes. it is it is the 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 cow you cannot touch is how women behave. Exactly. And that's why I like to duties for women. Duties Obligations that are yeah, you might women have to that your is husband. that and that is a thing that pastors dare not no talk about. And so that's part of the that's part of the context for this. But and what I was gonna say is though, biblical language Does not actually like when you think about. So the husband is the head of the wife. Do we say that a head may never stop pursuing the body? Well, but you say it may not become severed from the body. But it also there is a lot of language of laying down your life. Yes, yeah. But I think what I'm trying to say is though those this kind of imagery doesn't go over well. Yeah. No, There's, I'm. I'm saying though, but talking about the husband being the head of the wife. Oh yeah, no. If uh, it had said a godly man is the head of the wife, so he should never stop pursuing her, people would not like it. No, they'd be no. Nah-uh, nah-uh. What well, are, you so know? the question then about that—that sort of like. I've, In context, we have zero problem with a husband pursuing his wife. Of course a husband should pursue his wife. The thing that sh- the wife should not be doing is patrolling how well the husband is right, pursuing so, her. And that's part of it. There are a lot of nesting layers of this it's one. Like, but you, I have felt enough, like, you have enough of your own little troubles. You should be working on those. You have troubles enough as it is. <laughs> without, without, like, isn't that an old cartoon of the man reading the book about how women should be good wives and the wife (laughs) reading the how to be a better husband probably but the thing is is like is it we all have our own sanctification to take care of and we can't spare the time to try to be (laughs) sanctifying someone (laughs) else and you're not the whole you're not the holy (laughs) spirit no and and turns out in this particular Area, you don't even have an, a uh, you don't even have an objective view about how but, things are going. But at the same time, if I was talking to a woman whose husband ignored her, paid her no mind, yeah. spend all his time on video games, all of those, of course, I would feel awful for her, and I would be mm-hmm. trying to, you know, deal with. But but the one thing I don't think is helpful is for all the wives to be passing around little memes. Uh, to make themselves feel like their husbands aren't cut, right, it. and I actually have to say that even in this, I don't think that that particular meme is all that dangerous I just think it is reflecting something that is dangerous if you start lumping in that kind of thinking with all the garbage that I'm usually talking about in my Instagram feed then you have this slow merge into the Christian world like now we're talking about godly marriage and in a godly marriage I'm the boss of the world and my (laughs) husband cannot stop pursuing me. I have to take a quick tangent here to say that um, so Ben and I were just in England because he had to be there for a conference and I was supposed to be with him. And then since we were already on the other half of the world, um, and Ben had a bunch of miles. So he was like, let's go to Greece for a couple of days. So we did that. We tagged that onto the end, which was really super fun. And, um, so we got that little additional couple days that was just the two of us and it wasn't a work trip it was just yeah, and that kind fun. of never happens Yeah, so really that fun. was really fun but I will say that being in Greece just for a few days it's like you pop out for a second from the America and even England um, has a very uh, different vibe right and the thing that was so noticeable to me is A. there are not rainbow pride flags pasted all over the universe i didn't see a single anything not one rainbow not Hmm. one pride not one i didn't i saw one lesbian couple in the airport on the way home in athens and i was like weird that's the first one and then of course they were americans i heard him talk and was like ah they're americans then you land back in london I mean, it's sort of like aggressively in your face. Lest you think we are a moral people, let us reassure you that we are skeezy pervs. We actually hate normal sexuality. We are pervy. (laughs) And so, and then we come home and it's just, it's just everywhere in your face. But the other thing that I noticed in Greece is like you step out for just one second. We are so bossy. It's like... Every single thing is shouting at you to take charge of your life, she be more relaxed, chance. stop stop letting people. Stop letting you other around. people tell you what you're worth and immediately <laughs> demand that all people it's listen like, to you. And it's like just for a minute, it was like, you know what? I didn't see any. Bossy. No remarks. commanding plaques. <laughs> no. no plaques that and, told people where and to get off. It gave me this feeling that like I, I had this kind of a yes. moment where I realized this too, because it was it was somebody who had an Instagram story or a Facebook story or whatever. And it's this woman saying, like, I just realized that I had not taken the time for myself today that I needed and I need that time and I need to relax mm-hmm. and I just needed to get out into nature because if I don't take the time <laughs> then I am not gonna be as prepared. at my best. And so I was and I was like isn't it funny that actually Americans have this thing where we can turn even our downtime relaxing into, into, stress. into a stress <laughs> and also how can I be more effective at relaxing? Yeah could I Can I maybe get my relaxation off of this conveyor belt any faster? It's not just me that needs to relax. I'm going to tell you that you need to relax. Everybody put put your hands on your desk. (laughs) And you need to tell your husband. And Uh, you need to make sure. Americans have strengths, but boy, we have some weaknesses. (laughs) But I was like, we actually are a really... The land of the bumper sticker. We are a bossy group. (laughs) It's like we're telling everybody how to run their lives all the time. And so I'll tell you too though that there's there's a downside to the Greek lifestyle too. Which is we just kept seeing in all of these I mean, talk about chill. They're taking yeah. it in a chill way, other than their traffic. But there was but, but there's a lot of men just kind of sitting outside <laughs> with their shirts unbuttoned just staring at the world and they're just not and then they're dozing off and then they're coming back and that right there I think that's what all of our hustle bustle pinstagram people are trying to get us to do <laughs> if only we could Quick, sit around and get a, space out get a greeting card and tell somebody to space out <laughs> You know it will fix this. Everybody, throw all your stuff away right now. Right get rid of now. your stuff. Get rid of it all. You can't stand to look at it, and rid- I can't stand to know that get- you're looking at. Get rid of uh. your clutter. Get rid of toxic people. <laughs> Let's just scrap it all. Well, the one thing I won't get rid of is my is my megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> my book for stickers. My... I can okay, tell so, you how to beckon. So I, wanted, I feel like we should go back to this because <laughs> I, in no time, think that a husband should not prioritize how his wife is doing no. or how they are doing together. But I actually thought I wanted to connect this to something that's real current events, which is Josh Harris. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was. I'm not sure I can talk about that without. Growling, you're gonna growl at him. Well, the thing—the thing is, thing I've never read "I Kissed Dating Goodbye." No. Um, but I mentioned the family series, and our dad wrote a book called "Her Hand in Marriage," which is about biblical courtship. Yep. And it was the same time. It was in the same era, and I think it was before "I Kissed Dating Goodbye." If but I'm came out actually I'm not, not sure. The same time. And and <sighs> the funny thing was, it, so this is like late '90s, mm-hmm. and. They they were kind of honestly they were kind of the two books on courtship. It they was think like they are. I mean yeah. I don't know and that there are more. It was there I kissed dating goodbye now. and then my dad our dad wrote Her Hand in Marriage and it was right when Ben and I were you know, like just sort of getting together, yeah. dating, getting married. And then Josh Harris and his wife were sort of well, the couple. He didn't get married until after the book had been out, a yes, bit, but right? it was like, but it was right around the right. same time because I think they've been married like close to the same amount of time that Ben and I were. But the thing is, is we always hated it, even yes. though it was like we always thought well, they no, had the right end should the say stick. That we didn't, I didn't read the book, but it always had a. Um, but that okay, this is the thing though that, and without having read it, I'm just gonna say this, which is that it the things that he apologized for in that book were probably all just biblical sexuality principles, right? Like the things when he was like, I'm sorry that I hurt you with this. And you're talking to people who are sleeping around before marriage. It's not Josh that hurt them by saying they shouldn't be sleeping around. No. It's the word of God says you should not be doing that. Here's the thing. We, there were plenty of people... That were into that scene. That were back weird. then, and we always had a problem with the kind of if you tick these boxes and you perform these procedures, then you will live happily then, ever after. Yes, the plug, the vending machine yeah. to and things and that, that work was out. A, it was a genuine. I think it was a real genuine problem, and I yeah, just remember. 100%. But um, but but let's be real so was the dating culture. Exactly. exactly so it's not like it's not like Josh Harris invented a way for people to sin against each other no. and that's the thing that dad would always say about the courtship exactly the, the courtship model is that instead of just two idiots you have six, six idiots, idiots meaning the parents and the, and the and plenty of them were full on six idiots i mean oh like, lots of people and yeah. the reality is that it in some situations your chances might be much better with just two idiots (laughs) involved Um, but the the reason I bring that up is because I actually think it does connect because somebody in the comments on Instagram said that they thought some of this thinking had to do with the courtship culture because of the idea that men have to pursue or something And and then that made me think about it because I thought actually if anything I think that what it that what courtship okay when i say courtship I, I need to be clear the way that we did it what it amounts to is not recreational dating right. dating with a sincere interest in being married not like becoming betrothed early it was essentially dating if you boil it down it's dad would say don't preheat the oven unless you're ready to cook Exactly. So, and so don't so, and don't, don't preheat the oven <laughs> if you know that you don't want to cook with that oven. <laughs> like, why would you do but that also, if you already know this is a child bad idea? Is thirteen. Don't even consider it. There's no reason it. to fire <laughs> up the burners. No. No. And so the idea being that, basically, given that that a guy who's interested in a young girl and is seriously interested in probably they already know each other from group things and is interested in spending time with her one-on-one to get to know her better separately from whatever, Mm -hmm. um, shake off those third wheel friends (laughs) that get to know her. So what then... Talk to the dad. I mean, there is there is this formality of knowing your intentions are good. Yeah. Right? No. And accountability. And having a dad who might not be as blown away by his hair as his daughter is. And has a little more cynical... A little cynical more kind of like, actually, I don't think you're the thing we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and also... Uh, and, and this is the thing that I'm super thankful for is that like... If I, if you're dating just people that you enjoy, I you would date all kinds of people that like. There are lots. The uh, there thing. were so many guys in a Christian community that I enjoy and that I liked their company and that you mm-hmm. you had a similar sense of humor or whatever. But because we all knew at the outset that we weren't interested in getting married, there was no. We didn't. Put on a big the relationship is, show. Your first. bar for um, would I be willing to spend a couple hours watching a movie and eating popcorn with this person? That bar is pretty low. As opposed to, do I want to commit to spend the rest of my life with this man, or do and I want have to even children, or do I want to even consider consider considering that? Right. That's the and like, so the thing is, is if you're not if he's not potential in the second sense then don't accidentally find yourself there by going in because the other way. Because you're just spinning it. Yeah. Because you start, you start by saying, oh, we're just hanging out. And then you just get kind of get attached. And then you kind of, a like lot I'm of miss them, And then you find, find up them with people themselves. that you actually never, yeah. you are not objectively. No. Desiring to marry this person. In a clear-headed moment, you would have never chosen that person. But you got into a fog. You drifted in. You preheated the dang oven, and now (laughs) you think you ought to cook. And that's how it comes down to it. (laughs) So, all of this is to say that, like... um, But I do think that that really shaped our... I, I think it plays a huge part in what you think emotions are for. And where emotions go in a relationship. Because, because... I guess what I'm trying to say is there is a gutsiness to courtship that is, that is having the cards on the table at the outset that I'm interested, seriously interested in you from the guy. I'm interested enough in you to put myself in an uncomfortable situation to explain to your father what I'm thinking. And then you, you know, there is a, there is, A gutsiness there that you then as you date and and do other things and get to know each other that way there is a seriousness to the relationship from the beginning yeah which means that you're not kicking this off as though we're just gonna see if passion overtakes us (laughs) right like that's not the that's not the point and so I think it's kind of like While it's very common for a couple to already really like each other at that fate. By the time... Mm -hmm. By the time that happens, they already really like each other. Which is also why most of the time people are not courting for a forever long time. Well, okay. So back to the question about dating after you're married. Here is my thought here. Is that I think we are spoiled rotten in one way. Because we live in a small town. Mm -hmm. And so that means that it takes six minutes to get anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that, so I have a lunch break, you know, between when I'm teaching at Logos, I see Ben at lunch virtually every day because I'll be like, Hey, you know, I call him and I'm like, Hey, do you have a minute? And Mm -hmm. maybe we have lunch together. Or oftentimes I just drive over there. He hops in the car for a minute. We drive around the block, Three times while we're, you know, like, so how's your morning, you know, catching up stuff. Just see him. Go grab a coffee, whatever. I go back to work. I see him at dinner. It's a small town and life is easy in that way. And so we see each other all the time and we talk all the time and we go out and do stuff all the time. But I do know, like I was just chatting with a friend in Oxford and she was pointing this out. There are a ton of people where the husband leaves to work in London and they get on the train crazy early in the morning and they're not back till late, late in the evening. Yeah. And so I think in that kind of a life where you really yeah. didn't see your husband as much, you had better put some time yeah. in. get because, it on the calendar because you because need to. Because it really is important. This, like your marriage... I would say, this and, really and I do big not deal. have... Uh, I still see him often, but not the way you see Ben all the time because most of the time... He has, he has a lot of work lunches or working through. He's yeah. often busy. Like, we haven't done this the whole, our whole marriage. It's just <laughs> I know, like know, I know. Recently But What I'm works. saying is it goes in different phases. But it also goes in couples. Like, if that, if you both really enjoy going out to dinner, by all means, do it. Yep. Like, I have no objection to people doing it once a week if that's what they want to do. I mean, like, that's but, great. Okay, but let's say you had a marriage, too, where like he goes out with his friends and she goes out with her friends, but rarely did they do anything together. Yeah. I would be waving my arms and saying, you guys stop this it. This is unhealthy. Don't do boys like, nights and girls nights. And do we're a family nights. Yeah, like that do like, yeah, absolutely. Not, not that I have anything but wrong I have with to going say, out with friends, but I just mean if you're, if your social life is dominated by he hangs out with the guys, you hang right. out with the girls or you're just off doing something else or you just don't ever... Like, he comes home and and you both, like, retreat into your phones. And you just don't... Yeah. That's unhealthy. And yeah, it's bad gonna, times. it's going to choke your marriage to death. Right. And I would say... But I would say that a big... Uh, I mean, and I know it's different for different couples. But for us, a huge part of our friendship and relationship is, is co-laboring in things. And talking about what we're going to do. And working through... Like, it is... The friendship of being close together, shoulder to shoulder, working on things. So like when we had a, we used to have a flower shop and I always thought it was amazing. There's always people with other personalities than ours. But Valentine's Day was a real time to notice that (laughs) when a couple would come in. And you're clearly, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> this has got to be the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I remember some couple coming in and it was like he was in a tux and with a white teddy bear and she's in her oh. dress and he's buying a red rose to, someone had it in their teeth. I was a time Oh, guess what? We yeah. just stayed at the hotel in London where the tango was first danced. Woo. Yeah. Well this couple would like to have been there. But yeah. my my point is, I look at that and I just zero interest for me in no. that. But but I don't care if another couple likes that. I'm just yeah. saying that is not our personality. No. And and I should tell you, so we got married after uh we got we were engaged for three months and then got married uh-huh. and we courted for three months Then we were engaged for three months Then we were married and then we had children and we had children fast <laughs> so we ended up with four little peanuts really quickly and it was our anniversary and mom was gonna watch the kids and we were both so fried dead like <laughs> this is so funny i thought of this we would have today. been so unfun you know what i mean like it was sort of like we were looking at each other like someone's going to watch the kids but we're like just so tired that the idea of going out to a nice dinner just sounded like i might just fall asleep or like it sounded really depressing actually is what it sounded like it sounded like if we went and did that we would have shrunk down into like look at how we've ruined ourselves because <laughs> because you feel like I don't have any intellectual things. Like like it's like, what have you been thinking about? We're like, uh, I had nothing. What have I been thinking about? I haven't been thinking about anything. <laughs> like, do you want me to tell you how hard my life is? Like I it just it was a time that was really hard. And so My husband was like, you know what we should do? We should go to the pool. And this is really funny because we drove through, for our anniversary, drove through Wendy's for dinner and then went and did the tube slides at the (laughs) pool together. (laughs) For like an hour and a half. I remember that. And the thing that's so funny is we laughed ourselves sick. We had an absolutely fabulous time because being at the pool and not being responsible for anyone who might be drowning or any like (laughs) it was actually totally delightful but I would never tell other people they had to do that (laughs) like that was our that was a blessing to us at that time Yeah, to do that and I think the bigger thing is that you really if you both love each other and you want to be with each other, then you're gonna make it well, happen. It's the right? whole thick and thin, and if the you richer don't, and poorer, yeah. and sickness and in health. You have a lot of different seasons, and some of yeah. them might be your sparkling dinner conversation no. seasons, yeah. and some of them. And maybe you'd like to go off and sit in a restaurant where someone's playing the harp, and oh my word! And you just do that, but and maybe, maybe you do. And Becca said one time that when she, that when her kids were little, when she and Ben would go out for dinner, that it that it felt like getting down off the roller skates. Yeah. And, they and Luke and I would have this problem occasionally where we would eat so fast because yeah. because you think that you have to be cutting other people's food. Like mm-hmm. we were acting like this was our big chance to eat. <laughs> and you just wolf it down and then we were like, well <laughs> what if we done? Is, is I feel like make the most of whatever season you're in because if you're in the time where you have little kids and, and I think that I've I've picked up that there are women who, like, they have little kids. They can't afford a babysitter. They kind of feel like they would like to be going on dates with their husband, but they can't make it happen. And if you're in that phase, just, like, feed the kids mac and cheese and put them to bed and make a fun late night dinner for you and your husband. Or or if you're too tired to do that, just have an ice cream sandwich together (laughs) late at night. Yeah. Like, just, seriously. Just be fun about something. Be fun. Like, make a big bowl of spaghetti or something. And I yeah. Mean, I don't and know. Open not... a bottle of wine and a big bowl of spaghetti and and just have a late night time. Right. And so, I would say... Make a souffle. The thing that I think date night, what I think many people are asking about, is what I have heard Christian teachers say, you must have a date night. Do you want to know what's... <laughs> <laughs> what Ben and I mean right now if I say, or he says you want to have a date? <laughs> what we mean is, you want to have a glass of wine and we can sit down and watch a show. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds solid. Sounds yeah. like a great and, date. And you and know what we I actually, do? We actually started saying that because it was like, you want to have a date? Let's do that. Let's just sit down and put our feet up and have a glass yeah, of wine sounds and watch like a something. great idea. With, with my, our <laughs> dating lifestyle right now amounts to We recently went away for our anniversary and bought appliances. That was our our anniversary. That was our anniversary trip to appliance shop, and then we went to multiple thrift stores. Well, okay, (laughs) we bought back to school supplies. You want to know what we did in Greece? This is so funny because this actually. Okay, Vega, never mind. Let me stop you there. (laughs) (laughs) You do want to know? Yes. No. No. I'm just like you. We don't date. Just when we were in Greece together, on <laughs> no, our vacay. No, this is what I'm telling you is that we actually don't do that. Like that. Is, yeah, that's I think great. the last time that Ben and I yeah, went on a trip for fun that was just the two of us, oh, we so did take did... a baby with us, and we it was 2003, which was the last time that wow. I think it was. Was that France? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, so, but the thing is, is we so we went to Greece, and there's a whole thing if you go to Greece and you're just gonna go to Santorini and have a wild spring break fling is what I think most people do. Okay. We went to an island off the other side. I We went only with carry-ons. And I packed the biggest hardback book you've ever seen (laughs) that's a Cambridge University Press like you could use it as a booster seat huge book on the location of Homer's Ithaca (laughs) and the two of us like in our rental car we have like Google Maps and this giant book and we are like on the back weirdest roads and goat herds And we were, like, scrambling up these little weird hills and finding old well, rock walls. Sounds and like a good time. It was great stuff, but it was not your traditional let's do a couple's right. massage and no. so have I would a say cocktail with an our, umbrella in it. No, and and <laughs> our the thing is, though, if that's what delights you, yeah, do it. But look, and I, right now, our date nights consist of me really finding him at our new house where he's painting late by night and bringing him a drink and exactly. sit and talk and, or I sometimes even go so far as to try to help. But the thing is though, and I think this together. Important. We did is that, that. You could I think it's really important. I don't think having a scripted date is important, but I do think having time together is really important. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you if you fall out of the habit, then you won't enjoy it. When you are together, and so Uh I think like maintaining the habit of closeness with your husband, yeah, and we have is really important. And we totally have been married long enough to notice the very different seasons because, in those seasons where we went to the water park for our anniversary, that time was very different, but the kids went to bed early, right? So the evenings, we really, you could, it was just us if you wanted, you could. Surprise him with a late night. We could sit around and talk, yeah, Yeah. because that and but we had the evenings together all the time, even though at that time he had work and stuff to do. But it was like that was the time that we had. Well, the older your kids get, the more they're just still up when you're like, Wait a minute, oh yeah, I was thinking we were gonna have not this time, but a different kind of time, yeah. But you realize, No, okay, so we have to be more intentional, but at the same time as your kids are old enough to stay up later than you. They're also old enough to be left at home by themselves. So then we run out together. We run out together to like go to the grocery store or to get something or to talk on the way. And to be, we just, you have to find ways to stay connected as a married couple. Here's, well, I guess this could work as a tip. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This is a marriage hack. Ready for this? I am ready. So this is so funny, but it actually is such a great system for us. (laughs) We go on drives all the time. And it's, if we need to talk. It's like, let's go on a drive. Yeah. And because, yeah, we can leave our kids at home. And, and it's so funny. Ben laughs because he's like, he's telling the kids, he was like, your mother knows that if she needs to talk to me, that's the way to do it. Because, <laughs> because if he's driving, he has something to sort of do. And then he can sit and listen to me talk and we, yeah. and we can actually fully engage. If we're sitting together on the couch, <laughs> it does not work. <laughs> Because, you know, we, I think we might. Like, it's possible that Luke and I are the opposites, because, but not really. But we have. I like having something to work on, like doing some handwork or something. Yeah. And but when I am between projects, sometimes yeah. Luke will be like, "So don't you have some knitting or something?" And I think it's because I am get really weirdly restless. Yeah. If yeah. if I'm like, and he's tired from yeah. a whole day of. He's mentally engaged all day at work, and I am. Yeah. I am more. I am yeah. too. But the but the point is, is that it puts us on a better level for conversation because my yeah. intensity. For conversation slows down a little bit, so he does not have to keep it at a hundred percent with me. And so then it's better. And also, he would always if we watch a show, he will always fall asleep. That is like absolutely what he does. That is the telltale problem with us right now. Yeah, is that (laughs) because if we're trying to like watch any sort of let's watch this, the next day we'll be like. Did we watch that whole, like, did we? Like, I don't remember it. Do you remember? (laughs) So really the Merkles have just been watching one show (laughs) over and over one date, one show. And and we can't know if it it. was good. But the thing is, is that the going on a drive, we've always done that. Like when the kids were little Mm -hmm. and, and they were in their car seats. And they would fall asleep, you know, yeah. and like even on just the six yeah. minute drive home. And we would look in the back and they would all be sacked out in your car seats. Yeah. And it was so many trips back and forth and back and forth to this get them to bed. People who live in cities probably are, are not impressed and with so, our ideas. No, but we would look <laughs> up to back there and I'd be like, can you just keep driving for a minute? Like and we, we'll we carry would just, them in a minute. And then we'd yeah. go drive through and get a coffee and we'd just drive and, and yep. talk. And then we would go home and take the kids up and do the million trips up the stairs and put him to bed and everything. But still, like if I pick up Ben from work and I'm telling him about something because that's the other thing is you have privacy because sometimes you need to talk about something you don't want all the kids involved yeah. in. But you don't want to be shooing him out all the time and saying yeah. no, I'm, you know. yeah And you don't want to be whispering go away, the, go in away. the corner yeah. of your bedroom so we'll be getting close to home and it's like can you just just keep driving for just a second while i finish telling you this and so we just i mean it works it really yeah. works with us and so another thing that i always do to luke is much taller than i am he is six six and i am five seven so he will just to give you and i i am not i'm saying this. i'm works. curious where this goes just anyway. saying it works for us but from the time we were when we were little kids still, when we first got married, I will still sometimes randomly just, I, 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 can't show you all who are listening. I will randomly from across the room be like, I'm coming and I will run and jump <laughs> onto him or like into a piggy bank. I'm just saying, don't do that. If you don't have a history of doing that, don't, don't clean your husband out. <laughs> That could kind of bring the mood down. But actually, the fact of doing that, our kids always think it's funny and it's a joke. It's like, it's funny, but it is also playfully the way we were when we were young, even though we are much older now. And I feel like being, like, affectionate with each other is, like, it's just like that kind of thing. (laughs) I don't mean, like... I don't look, mean like in a likes weird way. like to give way. me fifties kisses in front of the kids to horrify them because <laughs> you know, like in fifties movies, where it seemed like, like the more passionate the kiss was meant to be, just the harder they smashed their faces <laughs> together. <laughs> they're like, they're just like he, he likes to do the dip and <laughs> and and the reality is, this is something that I would say also: don't be afraid to be affectionate towards each other in front of your children it's so good for your kids to see you really that you really love each other and that you are not being weird Yeah, and I do think wives can get extremely prickly hair get out of the kitchen (laughs) that's okay but this was the thing that I thought about that I didn't say this about the meme maybe I shouldn't be even saying it now but I was like that whole idea of that a husband is not to be doing anything but pursuing his okay. wife. I'm like, I do understand that scripture itself says, let her breast satisfy you at all times, and yet it does not mean literally at every moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, but it was making me laugh because some people were like, the idea, if that meme had intended it sexually, right? then every man would be on board with that, and all the women would be like, heck no, that's not what I meant. I meant acts of service kind <laughs> kind helping with the dishes that's what Candles. I meant what I meant was not this I and I, I just think that that's a funny they weren't referring to Minnesota I don't think they meant to go to Minnesota <laughs> they did not mean <laughs> but the thing is is that I I don't know I feel like yes of course I think it's hugely important for a husband and wife to be best best friends and you can't be best friends with a person that you don't spend time with no, and, and but also, but also, when we just talked about all those different phases of dates and ways that we have had happy marriages. You don't have all of those phases at one time. No. And you don't also have those phases at the same time as all your friends are having. Nope. Like, and so the sidelong glance is an ongoing problem because yeah. you're bound to have a friend who really loves to go to wine country and do a lovely romantic time Yeah, and you're like and my husband thought we should go to the local pool and be on the inner tubes on the inner tubes (laughs) (laughs) which just to be clear Luke look doesn't we don't keep on doing that every year that <laughs> it was just just worked one, once so it was that one time and then it's lived on in our fond yeah. memories no and and the thing is is keeping a sense of humor because inevitably if you have your hopes up about the deeply oh. deeply meaningful romantic time you're going to have it's going to be the worst no i mean no. i remember once for an anniversary <laughs> ben surprised me he got like lined up mom to watch the kids and then I think he got tickets to an opera up in Spokane. Yeah. And we were going to spend the night. But then I got mastitis like wild bad, wild, like real bad, could not leave town. (laughs) And it was like, all right. So we gave the tickets to that. Good try. Good try. To two other people. And they went off and had had a good time. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's just how it goes. And I think that that being, being having a sense of humor and being a good sport goes a long way towards just still liking each other when things are not going perfectly smoothly. So I'm going to say as my tip, because we really should be wrapping this up. Yeah is my tip is don't let things like your anniversary or your birthday or when you want to go on a date night become an obstacle in your marriage instead say things like our anniversary is coming up is there something that you think would be fun to do like don't do that thing like waiting oh. in silence to dock your husband points <laughs> for not having just thought see, in time to see was, if he remembers he didn't even know this was a special day yeah. Oh, it was gonna be so special that I Lord. decided to do this to it. <laughs> when I was when I was really little, I had a birthday this is the flesh gone rogue. <laughs> I already had like a kind of a hallmark of getting swats on my birthday because you SWATS on inv- birthdays. You feel invincible, yeah. You're like it's my day. No, it's, everyone's gonna everyone do what I want. Runs for the border on their birthday yeah. and has to get so, SWATs. <laughs> so we were uh I but this one I didn't get swats on. I did, however, get high on the hog of self pity. <laughs> And I don't know why. Like I'm not sure what it was. If I thought I should have had a party. Or I should have had friends over or something. Because mom would sometimes do a fun. For you she did did, uh, more friend parties. You did like theme. Like you had. I don't know. At least I remember some of them. One. I remember whatever. Maybe a couple. I get. Somehow it was in my mind. That I ought to have one of those. And it wasn't (laughs) happening. And I was just the pits and I don't know I don't know how much of it came out but I can remember the state of my heart yeah right right. and specifically I think I was on the bus coming home from school yeah But just on the bus of woe, coming home from school. And super bad times. Like, I think I came in, it was when we were living at Grandma and Grandpa's because we were between, because we had a house fire. So (laughs) let's all just take a moment and reflect on my mother. We're living at my grandparents' because we had a house fire. And I am full of resentment that she's not throwing me a themed birthday party. And think of that think of it. And so as I complain in my heart about it and I get home and I think mom like offered me a snack or something. And I was just really like, this is all you have to offer me on my very special day. Turns out that not only had she invited people over for a surprise party, they were all set up at a tea party upstairs. (laughs) And you know what's funny is I really did not enjoy that party very much <laughs> because I was just horrified at myself. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how much of it came out. Like I don't know how much of my I don't remember getting spanked or corrected about it. I think that yeah. it may have just been a big sweltering time within. But but the point is the point is don't be that person that, no. like, that your husband can never be loving enough for or no. never thoughtful enough for. It's like for. you're always scuttling your own special days. Why? <laughs> like, why not just telegraph the news that, hey, this is coming yeah. up. I think we should do something fun. What sounds like it'd be fun to you instead or of... Or you plan a surprise or you plan something fun. But try and, try and think of others. You know, try and plan a thing that your husband would enjoy and not, not something just- that... Your friend's husband enjoys. Yeah, and that and that sideways glance of being like that couple always does these fun things. Right. They go on autumn and it's walks. Like, well, guess what? You're not them. So, <laughs> there's yeah. that. Yeah. I'm mean, like, be your own people. No. If your husband likes to fish, well, do that. Find a way to be fun about that. Sometimes yeah. I've heard really great stories, but of course I'm not going to be able to think of them right now. But of that kind of thing, where women are like, "All right, so this is how." Yeah. Like, this is what he loves. This is how I'm, I'm going to be it. that person who comes alongside and is his good friend in this. Like, and makes it more fun. Yeah, but, like, more fun for him also. That's like, what I mean. Yeah. Makes it more fun for him. Yes. not Rather than just coming and turning it into a different event that he doesn't enjoy. Right. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, oh, who was it? I remember one that I thought was hilarious. It was somebody's husband who just loved fishing real hardcore okay and she not so much <laughs> okay but she was into fiber stuff so she started carrying whenever he wanted to go fishing she had load up her spinning wheel and stuff and Whoa. wherever, yeah but wherever he got out to fish she'd just get her stuff out and spin That's and hilarious. i'm like see why not be cool like yeah. that make it work why not that's the thing. All Find right, what so works. Look, do we get past the yips a little bit? Maybe. yippee We, k- k- y- y- y-ay y-ay we finished up <laughs> an episode. As long <laughs> as the phone cooperates. As long as the recording goes through. Yeah, guys, we hope we're back on the saddle. I was just going to say that. It's almost like we're sisters or something. Yeah. Well, anyways, enjoy your date nights, whether they be at an opera or Or, at the water park. Or just get some wine. (laughs) (laughs) And conk out before you watch the show. All right. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.